What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks, where each episode I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and as always, I am so glad that you've decided to tune in, and I don't take that lightly. I know there are many podcasts that you could be listening to that you may be listening to, but you have chosen to put Behind the Grind in your rotation, and I really, truly appreciate you for doing that. Well, this week, uh, we are back at it again to bring you another powerful conversation. And if you have been following us, uh, last week we were talking about health and wellness. We're back on the topic about health and wellness. And this week we've got a nurse practitioner in the grind seat, Tamika Morrow. Now, the question we're going to be asking her, we're going to deal with the elephant in the room. You know what that elephant is. Whether we should take the vaccine or not, I don't know. You know, decisions have to be made. Many of us have for so long have been contemplating this issue. Uh, Many of us are fearful of this. Many of us have our own speculations. Uh, Many of us are jumping on the bandwagon to promote it. Um, Wherever you are, you know, the truth of the matter is that's what makes us uh, such a wonderful uh, country, right? Diversity, Diversity of opinions, right? We all have diversity of opinions on whether we should or shouldn't do that. And what makes us individual is the decision. Decisions that we make. We have the freedom of choice to make the decisions that we would like to make. And so we're going to deal with that conversation and deal with the elephant in the room. Um, you know, you know, this thing is coming and, and we do have the vaccines that are rolled out. The first two that have rolled out, uh, you know, you have to take two doses. This third one is coming out. I think you only take one dose. So single dose, double dose, uh, which one's more effective, which one isn't. Are the vaccines necessary? These are questions that we have and not to add anything else to the, the equation. Obviously, the black and brown community is the big focus and the big focus of attention on getting this vaccine. Now, many of the individuals in the black and brown community have been a lot hesitant for good reasons, right? For all of the things that we have heard in the past. However, this is a different scenario and there's a different situation and a different uh, perspective concerning this particular vaccine. So while the black and brown community is, is, is skeptical of this vaccine, some in other communities are racing and are willing to pay money for this vaccine. So there's a lot of different perspectives out here concerning the vaccine. Now, I don't want to go through all of them and I just want to throw it out there that they're there, right? We know that they're there. The truth of the matter is we also have this coronavirus that needs to be dealt with, needs to be handled because many of us want to get back to our true grind where we can grind the way we want to grind. And this particular uh, pandemic has uh, caused a lot of us to shift and do different things and move outside of our elements uh, because of this coronavirus. So we can't ignore that the coronavirus does exist, but also we 
we can't uh, ignore what we're facing as we take on the vaccine. So this week, I just wanted to present another perspective, right? Another perspective concerning the vaccine, um, whether you should take it or not, that is still your choice. But we still have an opportunity to listen to some other uh, facts, some other uh, viewpoints, some other um, opinions and make our decision. So this week, without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Tamika Morrow on Behind the Grind. Let's get it. I am doing wonderful. It's Friday. You know, I'm always excited on a Friday, so I'm doing great. So I take it... I take it I see you're in your office, so I take it you're not traveling somewhere. Normally, uh, you know, every time I look up, they're like, Tamika's gone. She's out somewhere. Where are you today? <laughs> I just got back. <laughs> I just got back. You literally just got back. I just got back. Okay. Well, let's talk about that a little bit on the behind the grind because, we, as you say, we're in a country with opportunity, so there's an opportunity for the grind. So uh, before we do that, though, let's talk a little bit about you. You know, I kind of just introduced you a little bit and gave you uh, what I thought of you, but tell us a little bit about what you do and what your expertise is and uh, just share a little bit about uh, your, what, you, what you do. What you... So I am a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. I've been practicing internal medicine for over 12 years now. Um, and when I first started, um, my assignment was, you know, primary care, and I was just passionate about the diabetic population at that time. Oh, okay. Because when I was in school, you know, you'll hear African-Americans were yeah. number one, you know, with the amputations, um, number one going blind, number one on dialysis because of uncontrolled diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I had this whole thought like, you know, that doesn't make sense. Diabetes can be controlled and people don't have to suffer these complications. So I went on this right. this this rampage just to, to heal all my diabetic patients, get them good, <laughs> get their numbers right, you know, so they wouldn't uh-huh. have to suffer those complications. Um, and so that was my passion and my drive. But when I was working for other people at their practices, I mean, we had to see upwards of 30 patients a day. And there is no way you can give quality care seeing that okay. many patients a day. So I decided to venture off on my own. And when I started on my own, I had this one patient um, come in. And the patient was considered like pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. And um, I went traditional medicine on her, the standards of care. He'd yeah. come back in six months. And if you know, your A1C is still up, we'll start you on some medication. And when the patient left, I felt in my spirit, the Lord let me know that I failed my patient. And I'm like, God, how did I fail her? Like, I did everything according to the guidelines. I did everything according to the book. And he was like, you're waiting for her to get sick. Mm. He's like, people don't have to be sick. And I'm now, now this is like a whole paradigm Eye shift because you know yeah. in medicine, right, <laughs> you know right. they teach us in the medical field, right. you know. And I'm sitting there like I said, okay, guys, so how does that work? And he right. said, I've given you everything pertaining right. to life and godliness. I'm like, okay, keep talking, <laughs> you know, do, 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 do share. Um, and that's when we started talking about the leaves of the trees, you know, being for the healing of the nations, the fruit, and all this stuff. And he just opened my whole mind mm. to holistic wellness. And so that there launched mm-hmm. my whole passion of not to control the numbers of a diabetic patient, but actually heal them from diabetes, reverse diabetes mm-hmm. so they can live the life that Jesus died for them to live. And so when mm-hmm. God showed me that and I started doing some post-grad studies with the Institute of Functional Medicine and 
And I just started applying this holistic practice with my patients who were interested. And to see right. patients um, who were like on five medications for blood pressure, blood right. pressure go back down to normal, no right. more medication. To see diabetes right. reverse, to see heart disease reverse, to see autoimmune conditions. I mean, people getting off meds and truly living that abundant life. And right. so that's been my drive, that's been my passion, that's how I practice now. Right. And so when this whole coronavirus came up, it was a ting ting in my spirit. Like <laughs> people don't have to die. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like people right. don't even have to be sick. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. that's what fueled my passion to actually get out and speak the truth and let people know you can live in the middle of a pandemic. You can yeah. be victorious in the middle of a pandemic and you don't have to fall victim awesome. in the middle of a pandemic. Well, well, let's talk a little bit about that. Like, you know, of course, we've come from the same hometown of Flint. And obviously, you know, in our community, you know, there <laughs> shout outs to Flint and in our community, um, you know, that that is something that's prevalent. Right. You know, uh, high blood pressure, like you said, diabetes, all of these type of things. Um, do you um, you specifically looking to help certain communities out with this? Well, I do. I have two practice locations and one I just opened up in Flint a couple years ago. And oh, really? um, I've been doing some great work in Flint. Yeah. Okay. And so um, okay. a lot of the patients in Flint ain't 100% on board for holistic. But those <laughs> that um, are and those that I can kind of get them to think differently right. about it. Um, right. We've done seen migraines reverse. People come off of migraine medication. I have that. We've done seen diabetes reverse. Wow. People have been losing 50 plus pounds. So their blood hypertension is being reversed. Like, okay. so those that's been doing it, people with irritable bowel syndrome and, you know, chronic pain syndrome, like all that being reversed. So it has been amazing. And the great yeah. thing is, it's like when you start, and so I'm excited about what's going on in Flint, because although it's that small few who's interested in doing it, right. but they're going home to their families and they're yeah. transforming the way their children eat, their spouses eat, you know, and they're bringing the, the thing home. And so that's the amazing thing about it. So it's like you're able to actually touch generations, right. you know, and it, it was another patient I had who was struggling getting pregnant. And, you know, the amazing thing God mm. reveals to me what's going on. And so now she just gave birth to her little baby oh, wow. a year ago. So that was like so amazing. Wow. Um, I mean, but it's been it's been a, it's been a great a great journey. Yeah. So, I mean, you're actually, um, you know, you're walking them through this process. Is it is it natural foods? I mean, what is it that you're, you're if you can give me a, a, an overall view of how, how you're going about helping us reverse these curses so, and all these you know, things? Right, I know, right? <laughs> so I am a woman of God, right? Yeah. And a daughter of the king. Yeah. Right. And so when I sit with my patients, it's not just a traditional visit. It's like when I'm with my patients, okay. I'm praying. You know, during that particular okay. time, not always okay. out loud in front of them, but but some sure. of them is. <laughs> but, but really, if they allow the, you to go the, there, right? Seriously, but really, <laughs> the thing is, is while we're interfacing with each other, it's like the Lord is opening up what's going on with that patient. Okay. So I, I make every, I, I don't make everybody, but I recommend everybody change how we eat because food is killing people. Yeah, certain foods. But some people, part of their treatment may be dealing with breaking generational curses or breaking different demonic strongholds. Um, some may need deliverance. You know, some may be needing healing at the soul level. You know, so it's different for everybody. Right. Some just need some supplements to kind of right. give them an extra boost. You know, um, but so it's like not a one type of person approach because everybody's root cause is different. Mm -hmm. So that's what we aim to do is get at the okay. root cause because God designed our body to heal and repair itself. So when sickness and disease come on, then the, the goal is to identify where it went off. What was that root cause that made them go down the line of sickness? And once that root cause is identified, you know, then God to give me a plan. And if they follow the plan, they walk in the healing and life that Jesus died for.
I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, because it's so it's important right now, especially now we're in the middle of this pandemic. And um, there's, you know, obviously some choices that we have to make. And so I kind of want to shift the question a little bit now, um, because now we're in the process of trying to uh, get back, get the society back open. And of course, they have we have uh, the new vaccine. And so I know that's the top of mind of a lot of people that probably are listening, uh, whether to take this um, vaccine, whether not to take this vaccine. Um, what do we do right now? Um, obviously, you know, everybody has to make decisions, but what is, what's your thoughts on the whole vaccine and, and how we can go about it? <laughs> so I, I laugh because I want to make sure everybody can handle it. So I'm going to put this disclaimer out here. Oh, okay. <laughs> the disclaimer right. is at the end of the day, you have the right to choose. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm putting that disclaimer out there. Now, after that disclaimer, okay. now I'm going to give you my thoughts. <laughs> my okay. thoughts is and that's what we that want. my thoughts is, and my advice is to not take the vaccine. The oh, reason really? being, okay. Okay. this is the reason why. There's a lot of reasons why. So I'm going to start with the top three, okay? <laughs> the reason okay. being okay. Um, is that, for one, you know, it's this false sense of if you get the vaccine, you will never get coronavirus. That's inaccurate. Mm. Because the vaccines, oh. the one from Moderna said it's only 94.1% efficacy rate. The one from Pfizer was 93, but when Moderna came out and said 94, Pfizer said 95% <laughs> efficacy rate, which means it's not 100%, which means you can get the vaccine and you can still get coronavirus. Okay. And even looking at their clinical trials, some of the people who got the vaccine <laughs> well, in clinical well, hold trials. Up, hold, hold up. Uh-huh. Hold up. You said you can get the vaccine and still get the virus? Yes. Yes. So that's oh, how it's like. Well, so even yeah, go ahead and elaborate. That, that right. caught my attention. <laughs> yes, because it's not 100 percent. It's not 100 percent effective. And then not only that, when you get the vaccine, the antibodies aren't sticking around long. So that's why they're saying you got to get two. That's the reason why you got to get two, because when you get that first one, you know, the antibodies leave so fast. So you get that second one to create this more robust immune response in hopes that the antibodies will last longer. But they saw that even in that, the antibodies started trending down. That's why they're saying you got to do it every year. <laughs> so it's not a one shot, you know, Johnny, you got to do something that you have to do every year. But even in the clinical trials, those who received the vaccine from the clinical trials that they were doing, um, you had thousands of them still get coronavirus, <laughs> you know, after getting the vaccine. So for oh one, it's, it's no guarantee that you is going to have any protection. And with those numbers, 90 over 99 percent of people who's been infected with coronavirus recover on their own based on their own immune system functioning. So you have a better chance of the recovery with your own immune system than messing with the vaccine. The other thing of reason why I say no to the vaccine is because, and I'll, and I'll quote the data with the facts in case you got fact checkers that want to know, um, okay. but there was a paper <laughs> that was published back in 2018 that talked about mRNA vaccines. It was published um, in the Nature Journal and one of the, the physicians who was also like the pioneers in RNA vaccines, he made this comment when they were asking him about safety. And what he said is a possible concern, I'm not gonna read out well, a possible, I'll quote on what he said, a possible concern <laughs> okay. could be that, that some mRNA-based vaccine platforms induce potent type one interferon responses, which have been associated not only with inflammation, but also potentially mm -hmm. with immunity. The authors also noted that the extracellular RNA could contribute to edema, 
and cited a study that it showed it promoted blood coagulation and pathological thrombus formation. So thrombus is basically blood clots. So if you look at his chief safety concerns, one is that it could lead to autoimmunity, the second thing about these blood clots. So now let's look at, um, and, and if I'm talking too much, you can shut me up, but let's look at the <laughs> FDA briefing. This is good, good information. Yeah, I wanna look at the FDA briefing that Moderna and Pfizer submitted to the FDA when they went for the emergency use authorization of their vaccines. So they had to submit this data. Um, and this is what they submitted with the Moderna. So some of the people um, with, who received the Moderna vaccine in their trials, there were 13 deaths reported. Six came from the vaccine and seven from placebo. Two of the deaths in the vaccine groups were participants greater than 75 years of age with pre-existing cardiac disease. Another participant died of cardiopulmonary arrest um, 21 days after dose one, and another participant died of a heart attack 45 days after dose two. Two other vaccine recipients were found dead at home, so they don't know what their cause of death was. Um, the other thing that they noticed with those who took the vaccine, uh, one was hospitalized uh, for thrombocytopenia. That means your platelet levels are really, really low. So that way, if you start bleeding, um, you don't have enough platelets to clot to stop the bleeding. So you can have blood bleeding on your brain or just anywhere. Oh my. <laughs> um, but they went into acute kidney failure and um, developed multi-organ failure and eventually died. Um, another vaccine recipient died of suicide um, three weeks after they got the first dose. Other sure, things sure. that they noticed that um, went on, you had some people who developed what they call intractable nausea and vomiting. That's like you just keep throwing up and you can't stop. Facial swelling, rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disorder. Um, and dyspnea, mm. means shortness of breath exertion, edema, um, B-cell lymphocytic lymphoma, something called polymyalgia rheumatica, which is a, a chronic pain syndrome where all the inflammation is attacking all the muscles of the body, so your body is hurting. Um, some people got pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary embolism is a blood clot in the lungs that is that can be lethal and make you die. Of oh, course, wow. people got pneumonia. Some got heart, had heart attacks. The interesting thing about it is they had an investigator to investigate whether or not these were all related to the vaccine or some other cause, as well as Moderna. And the investigator said all of these were related to the vaccine. And Moderna agreed that majority of them were related to the vaccine, including the autoimmune disease and the um, polymyalgia rheumatica. So <laughs> just that's, that's, that's Moderna. Oh, wow. So that's something they're not telling okay. you because what they're telling the general public is that, oh, you're just gonna get some soreness at the side or you may get flu-like symptoms. But the truth of the matter, there's some other stuff and, and Pfizer's are have theirs as well, but theirs is basically the same. But there are some other complications that can happen. And mind you, that's the short term. So we definitely don't know what the long-term complications would be. So my thought is if you have an immune system that's over 99% effective, why put yourself at risk for these chronic conditions and disorders that are very debilitating? You know, it's, it's, it's not even necessary. And the vaccine is not even guaranteed to work. You know, so to me, there's other things that you can do to boost your immune system, to stay healthy and, and avoid getting these vaccines. No, I mean, this is good because obviously, as you mentioned early on, uh, we all have a freedom of choice and we all have to to look at it um, from both angles and get as much information as possible. Obviously, in most cases, we're getting the one-sided view of the positivity of having this vaccine. So it is important that we look at it from this approach and, and, and you presented a lot of facts here. 
So my question though, now, you know, that's a lot. And, and I'm not a science guy and a medical guy, so I don't really know how to <laughs> decipher through all of this. So with you, but what I want to know um, from your perspective, you know, a lot of us are in professions. A lot of us are, um, you know, maybe we're fr frontline workers. A lot of us in the black and brown community, we're in the front line. And so obviously we're challenged in some cases to have to make that decision uh, to take this vaccine, right? What, um, from a spiritual standpoint, how can you help us with that decision? Obviously, you know, that's, that's a very tough one. What would you recommend us that we do? I mean, honestly, I feel like the reason why I'm out here, so me being out here and saying this information is not like free willy, right? I'm putting my life on the line. Right. I'm putting my, right. my, my license on the line. Um, so, because right. I've already been receiving certain warnings and threats um, already, but I'm doing it because God sent me to do it. He, he sent me out here to do it. You know, the Bible said the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that more abundantly. So I'm presenting you this truth because I'm feeling led of the Lord. This is what needs to be out before the people. So if God feels so strongly about it from a spiritual standpoint, obviously he don't, he want to protect his people and want to keep his people away from it. Um, right now I haven't heard at least you know, at least in America, I haven't heard where it was being mandated. But um, if you're in one of those situations where they're trying to force the vaccine, as long as you can keep saying no, keep saying no. Um, and then the other thing, you know, they they may give a religious exemption. So before you were able to get a religious exemption um, from your pastor saying that, you know, from your church, you know, we don't believe in this, blah, blah, blah. And they're supposed to honor that. Um, other things that can give you an exemption is if you have like a history of severe allergies, you can get an exemption. Um, if you're someone who um, have autoimmune issues already, your doctor should be able to give you, or a nurse practitioner, let me put that out there, should be <laughs> able to give you a letter to give you an exemption um, as well. So, okay. but spiritually speaking, I, I think we don't need to do it. Um, but what I will mm -hmm. tell people is just to go into prayer and see what mm -hmm. thus said the Lord concerning your life. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, God is our source. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and just prophetically speaking, I mean, this is the time for the body of Christ. We're about to light this world up. We're about to show people yeah. who our God truly is. So if we got to demonstrate that to let the world know we ain't connected to your stream of income and God is the one yeah. that provides us our streams, then this okay. is one way to, to be bold about it in your faith and courageous. Knowing that so you don't have to feel that pressure of what I'm going to do if, you know, I lose my yeah. job because if one door closes, God already got another ram in the bush waiting. Well, that's, so fear does not have to guide our decisions. I'm glad that you said that because I mean this is this is real. I mean this is things that uh, potentially people could face, and so you know um, it's one thing to be afraid, and then to to add on to it uh, at all the things that you mentioned. I mean that in and of itself is overwhelming. Um, kind of switching a little bit. Um, let's talk about some things to prevent it, right? I don't know if you can share some tidbits. I don't know if you can or not, but we're all still in this pandemic lockdown, and we're trying to. Uh, guard ourselves as best as possible. What do you recommend, if you, if you can? Um, thing is it vitamins? Is it staying away from certain meats and foods or whatever? What do you recommend that we do during this time to just keep that thing away from us? <laughs> okay, so there's a prescription medication out. Okay, um, where your healthcare provider would have the right to prescription for it. It's called ivermectin. So it's an old drug. It's been around for a very very long time. 
um, before they use it in humans for parasitic infections. But then when the, in the tropical areas, they had these viruses come out called dengue and chikungunya. So they started studying on the virus to see if they had antiviral properties. And it's shown to be very effective. And then they studied on other viruses as well. Um, and so of course now they study, say, see if they wanna work against the coronavirus. And it was amazing. I mean, you had people who took it preventively and the preventative dose is really simple too. You take mm -hmm. one dose day one, another dose day three, and then after that, just one dose once a month, and that's it. Okay. And from the studies that's been published with that, they have been so phenomenal, where it significantly decreased people from you know, getting infected. Even yeah. at long-term care facilities, they did a study there as well, too. And out of the people who took the ivermectin prophylactically, only one of those long-term care residents got the coronavirus. Oh, wow. But out of the group who oh, wow. didn't take it, majority of them got coronavirus. Oh, my. They did another study with healthcare professionals. Healthcare professionals who took it prophylactically, a very, very small percentage of them end up getting a virus. But it was mild because of the, the medication, the ivermectin, significantly decreases the viral load of the coronavirus once it you know impacts the body. Um, and then those who didn't take it prophylactically, you had over 57% of them um, get infected with coronavirus. So that's one thing that's been shown to be very, very effective. Like I said, it's an old drug. It doesn't really interact with too many of the most common medications. The side effect profile is very, very low. Um, and like I said, you only got to take it once a month for preventative purposes. Um, but just say if your provider is scared because of what the government may do, there's some other things that you can do to empower yourself as well. It's some okay. supplements out there. Okay. Um, one is called quercetin. Oh. Yeah, one is called quercetin. Um, quercetin is, oh, I be spelling it wrong, but I think it's Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. You can get that from any health food store, vitamin store, or whatever. But quercetin is an antioxidant, so it's just excellent for the body anyway. But they've done studies on quercetin, and it has been phenomenal. What they know, but you got to pair the quercetin with vitamin C. So what they found out is that the quercetin basically blocks the virus from being able to enter into your cells. So it's, it's been like phenomenal. And then it also knows because of its antioxidant properties as well, it decreased that whole and shut down that whole cytokine storm. That cytokine storm is where all the inflammation was taking place that was leading to the respiratory distress and the cardiovascular complications that people had been experiencing in the hospital. So that is amazing. And the preventative doses is only 250 milligrams of quercetin once a day and vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams once a day. The other thing is vitamin D. Vitamin D is very, very important. The studies that came out with the vitamin D, it showed that majority of all of the people who had the worst cases and also the deaths, majority of all of them, and when I say majority, I mean like over 80% of them, were all vitamin D deficient. And so what they started doing, they started doing another, some more research, some more studies. So people who were hospitalized with coronavirus, they started giving them high doses of vitamin D. And they noticed when they started giving them those high doses of vitamin D and getting their vitamin D levels up, that coronavirus started turning around like really, really fast. So vitamin D is amazing. Um, and I recommend everybody take that. Um, your levels, you want your vitamin D levels to be at 50 or greater. Um, how you find out is go to your primary and ask them to draw your vitamin D levels. Yes, but you want to be at 50 or greater. If you're at 50 or greater, I recommend you continue to take at least 2,000 international units of vitamin D a day to keep it up. Um, if you're below 50, um, I recommend you take at least 5,000 international units to bring it up. But if you're like really low, like below 30, then you want to talk to your primary to um, write your prescription for a higher dose to take because you want to get that vitamin D up. So. Those are the, the main three um, from preventative standpoint. 
Um, and of course, if you get coronavirus, then the doses, of course, will increase. But they've shown to be very, very effective, though the research is, is phenomenal. The other thing about prevention, too, Sherrod, I would say, no problem. The other thing about prevention, too, which is also very important, is staying away from dairy. I know y'all love y'all cheese, but by the way, they put stuff called caseomorphin cheese that mimics morphine so y'all can fiend for it. So <laughs> dairy is not your friends. If you look at it from a, a spiritual standpoint, right, majority of people between the ages of three and five no longer produce the enzyme necessary to break down dairy, right? So you think if dairy was something that God wanted in our <laughs> bodies, seriously, it really truly is. If dairy was something <laughs> that God wanted in our bodies, he would have gave us what we needed to make sure we can break it down and digest it. That's but true. the fact of the matter is not there. That's He's true. letting you know, hey, I've been giving you everything pertaining to life and godliness. Stay away from dairy. But dairy can cause, dairy causes a lot of inflammation in the body. Um, and not only that, dairy also increases your mucus mm -hmm. production. So the more mucus that you have, the more at risk you are for infections, especially like pneumonia and sinus infections and all that upper respiratory stuff. So when you're dealing with a highly inflammatory virus, the last thing you want to do is do anything that's going to contribute to more inflammation. Um, another thing to boost your immune system is making sure you get plenty of sleep. You need at least seven hours every night straight. Um, so fear and anxiety, I'm telling you that disrupts your sleep cycles. So you yeah. definitely want to get out of fear, meditate on the goodness yeah. of God, meditate on who he is and how he keeps you and protects you. You know, I've been encouraging my patients to meditate on Psalms 91 or Psalms 23. Those yeah. are some things that can give you peace in the midst of pandemic, knowing that your God is fighting for you and their God is covering you and he's protecting you, you know, so Look, you want to make taking sure. Notes. Look at this. <laughs> I know, but you want to make sure that fear don't have place in your life. The Bible said fear has torment. You know, so you don't yeah. want to be tormented. You don't want to make decisions right. out of fear because behind that, you know, is something bad on the other side. So getting out of fear, getting out of that anxiety so you can allow yourself to wind down and relax and get a good night's sleep. Then the last thing I would mm -hmm. say um, is drinking plenty of water. That's necessary to flush all those toxins out your body. Mm -hmm. And when I say plenty, the, the recommended <laughs> amount is half your body weight. So whatever you weigh, divide it by two, and that's how much water you should be taking in a day to stay healthy. Oh, this is awesome. Well, I mean, this is why I brought you on the program. It's good to have, uh, you know, a different perspective, a, a different viewpoint, because obviously sometimes we just get things one sided. And so it's good to really uh, consider the, what's before us, the facts, right? That's before us. Um, what I would like to ask you, though, and you know, I'm going to kind of shift a little bit here is how did you get to this? You know, I, like I said, we go way back, but how did you even get into the medical field? I know we were talking <laughs> earlier. Place, Was this something that you had always dreamed of doing or how did you yeah. get here? <laughs> Ever since I was a little girl, I always said I wanted to be a doctor. I always said I wanted to be a surgeon, okay. you know, because I was always fascinated with the human body and I wanted to slice people open and look yeah. at their insides and their organs. <laughs> and so... <laughs> It was something I always wanted to do. And so when I started undergrad, you know, um, I had a, I had a, a daughter. So I had a daughter early and I, you know, still pursued, you know, what I was doing. So I went to undergrad. I was pre-med 
And um, it was so funny because when I started rotating or shadowing or whatever and volunteering at the hospital, and I don't believe anything is by happenstance, you know, but what I was noticing, a majority of all the female doctors, every time I run into them and have a conversation with them, they start crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? <laughs> and they were just saying how they're never able to see their kids and how their marriages are all disrupted because, you know, they were like literally married to medicine. And I was like, oh, I don't want that life. I said, oh, God, this ain't it. I said, because yep. I'm a woman of balance, and I already got a child. Like, <laughs> I, she don't, I don't want her to think she, I'm her uh, auntie or something. I'm like, that ain't, seriously. <laughs> and so I was like, what should I do? And so I was a senior now. And um, so, I, of course, I finished my pre-med degree. Um, but that's when I took a class called Careers in Health, and that's when I learned about nurse practitioner. Prior to that, okay. I never even heard of a nurse practitioner, to be honest with you. And so um, <laughs> so I decided to pursue that route instead of going to med school because I yeah. didn't want to be another female doctor over there crying, saying my marriage is falling apart and I never see right. my kids because that's not the <laughs> life that I know God died for me yeah. to have. So, so that's kind of how I got into that's it. It was awesome. something I was always passionate awesome. about. I mean, I love to learn, you know, and I, you know, I just be, I'm not cutting people open, though. I'm healing instead of, yeah. of cutting. <laughs> so, so, so you laid that aside, right? You're not gonna yeah, cut people open. Yeah, I ain't gonna cut That's people good. open. That's good. God, thank you for divine for intervention. Because <laughs> you had a little, you had a little excitement about cutting people open. I was when excited. You were talking. You, I you was. Felt like you were... <laughs> to see the organs, you know, and <laughs> the blood vessels. And <laughs> Oh, that was crazy, but yeah, that's thank I you God was. for healing us. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> well, <laughs> Roger, funny. Well, Tamika, Tamika, this is this is def this has definitely been a strong and a powerful uh, conversation, and, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. But uh, what I want you, the other reason why I brought you on the program is because, like we've talked about before, is you're a marketplace kingdom influencer, right? You 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 speak the word of God. You, uh, you, you, you're an encourager. And so that's what I want you to talk about right now. I know we gave all the facts. We laid it all out. We laid all these things that, that are going through. But I want you to talk to uh, believers, right? Um, believers that are behind that grind, right? And, and, and what is going on this year that you, you want to encourage them, or give them some words of encouragement? What is it that you can share to people uh, to get through this year of 2021? So what I would encourage, what God's been putting in my spirit, um, don't look at 2021 as a year you want to get through. Um, 2021 is going to be an okay. amazing year for the believers. God said last year in 2020, um, what he shared to me in 2020 was that in 2020, he was going to shake the earth. And he said, but the shaking was mm -hmm. necessary. And he said, don't fear the shaking. Mm -hmm. He kept saying that, don't fear the shaking. He said the shaking was don't necessary shaking. in okay. order to release... He's releasing significant amount of fruitfulness in our life. I mean, significant. The fruits mm. that was falling from the shaking were so huge. And he also said he's releasing gifts mm. in the earth. So, of course, 2020 was the year of the shaking, right? So 2021, we're expecting mm. for fruitfulness beyond measure. You know, God said he's talking about even supernatural provision to the body of Christ. Like he is truly going to bless his people. And everything that we've been through in our life, was to culminate to this moment. I mean, God is going to set us up in places where kings will be drawn to us, where, where, where the world would be drawn to That's us, good. but we're going to light it up in the midst of darkness. And one of the scriptures he gave me was in Isaiah 60. And he said, arise, 
You know what I'm saying? For your light has come. You know, darkness yes. is covering the earth. Darkness is in people. But God said the glory of the Lord is about to be revealed through the body of Christ. So this is an outstanding, amazing time for the awesome. body of Christ. So what the enemy meant for evil, God is using for our good. The shaking was necessary. So don't get caught yes. up in the fear of the shaking because God is going to yes. bless us. Supernatural provision is coming to us. And we're about to light this world up like never before. This is the moment we were all created for. So I encourage the body of Christ to take it like a good soldier. Awesome. Rejoice. <laughs> walk in the authority that God has given us because he yes. said we're walking in a new level of power and authority. And it is going to be amazing. We're about to shift yes. some things to our favor for the glory of God. So stay excited in 2021. Stay encouraged and know that God is blessing us on amazing supernatural levels that our eyes and our imagination couldn't even fathom. That's awesome. I heard the word and I heard the word through that. And this is definitely a fruitful, fruitful year. This is a year that we're going to experience our produce. I, 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 man, this is good. So all of that is, is so true. It confirmed in my spirit of what you're saying. Um, like you said, it's not just a year to just to get through. This is definitely a year to experience what God has had in store for us. And many of us believers, we were destined really for a time such as this. And so we, this is necessary. That's why voices like yours are coming out so clear, because this is the time where people are looking for an answer. Those that are uh, believers, we should have that answer. And we're here to share that answer to those. So thank you so much, Tamika. Uh, for uh, coming on the program. You know, I had a lot of questions. <laughs> I was going to go back, way back and ask. <laughs> going to go way, way back, ask some questions, Ooh, you know, but God took over and gave us a good, inspiring word and as well gave us some insight on some things that many of us may have not considered. And so, you know, again, as I mentioned early on in the uh, program, I am impressed by the work that you're doing. I'm impressed by how you are uh, <laughs> continue. You know what I'm really most impressed about? You're not sticking to the status quo and how you're able to, uh, whenever you are convicted in your spirit and, and whatever you believe in, you're willing to stand up. You're, you're, you're not a person that will just uh, back down to anything. You're willing to stand up for it. And so that's a gift that God has placed on your life. And so uh, it was it was good for this program and for us to hear that uh, today. So um, how can people, I don't know if you, you know, you're out there like that or not, but, um, if people really want to get a little more information about some of the things that you shared today, how do they go about connecting with you or what's the best way to, to get information? So I actually, it'll, it'll be starting today. If people go and like my YouTube page, it's Tamika Morrow, T-A-M-I-K-A and Morrow, M-O-R-R-O-W. It might be Tamika Morrow sounding golf. I don't know. But if it's say Tamika Morrow, you know, most likely it's me. <laughs> but like the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube page and make sure you put the notification on for it. Because what I'm going to start doing starting later today, um, I'm going to do a live Q&A. And so that way, when it comes on, you'll be able to tap into it. I'm only doing a live Q&A for like 20 to 30 minutes, so it won't be all day. But I'm going to do it every Friday um, because I want people to have their questions answered and be able to, you know, have knowledge so they can walk in power and also be able to make some solid, informed decisions. That's awesome. Also, can you share with us the, uh, the um, practice or the business you and your husband have started there in Flint? Uh, what's the name of the... It's called Synergy Health and Wellness. Okay, Synergy Health and Wellness. S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y. And our website is www. Oh, 
No, I'm saying it's not just in Flint, right? Where else no, are you located? Oh, we have an office in Flint and one in Bloomfield Hills. Okay. Awesome. All right, I cut you off there. What's the website again? www.synergy913.com. And Synergy is S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y. All right, well, there you have it. It was a great conversation that we just had uh, with uh, Tamika Morrow. Very good conversation. Um, Like I said, we go way back. And so, of course, uh, <laughs> she didn't she didn't mind sharing everything uh, today on this program. And so, uh, you'll get more of that as you as she mentioned. If you go to the YouTube page uh, that she's launching, you'll get more insightful information. Um, all the information will be there. Um, so, uh, like I told you, we're coming hard this first part of this year with some great guests. And so, I I, I trust that you enjoyed this conversation. Um, if you did, definitely share this uh, episode, share this podcast episode with anyone you know, anyone that has those decisions to make uh, regarding uh, the vaccine, regarding um, COVID, all of that. 